If you're living in a cheap and like old rundown apartment and you're rebuilding, would you go buy like a hot tub or a Lambo? No. You're going to go get new paint. You're going to get new countertops, maybe a decent sized TV, right? We have teams in this league that are mansions and we have teams in this league that are apartments. The mansions can afford these guys because, you know, the rest of the house is already looking good. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the 3-0 Take, the official podcast of Dirt to Diamonds Baseball. Here are your hosts, Kyle Corwin and Nate Reyes. What up, what up, and welcome back to the 3-0 Take, the official podcast of Dirt to Diamonds Baseball. This is episode 44. I'll be your host, Kyle Corwin, and I'm here with my co-host, Nate Reyes. Nate, you're on Twitter, my guy. Welcome. Yay. I like it. How's it feel? Give us uh, give us your speech. It's, it's okay right now. I don't know how anything works. Also, like, the, the people replying to other people is kind of confusing because, like, the reply is above what you're supposed to read you know what i mean like you would think whatever's on top should be what's read first you would think you would think I so knew it's, you, it's a little weird i knew you were in a little trouble when i suggested getting a twitter and then you responded back and you're like uh are there profile pictures for twitter or <laughs> so i'm like all right we got some work to do but uh <laughs> nonetheless glad you're in the twitter world yeah uh, just keep it i'll keep expanding I got to give you a little plug here. I think it's, what was it? At 7NAY, is that correct? You got it. At 7NAYREY. Yeah. There's a little little throwback. That was a a nickname given to me in high school uh, from a teammate that passed away. So I kind of use it for all my stuff because I like it and it's kind of cool. I do. I'm a big fan of that. Very, uh, very short, sweet, and to the point. Although the seven, oh, that would have been your number in high school, right? Correct. Okay. And didn't you say yeah. that was a Mickey Mantle influence decision? Big time. Two was taken. Um, so I just went with seven. That's respectable. Speaking of social media, it's been a while. It's time for a little comment reading. I'm going to pull up some... Uh, we, had, we had some interesting comments on our... Sure did. On our post about Machado and your thoughts yeah. on if he were to become a New York Yankee. Yeah. Um... There's over 240 comments. I'm not going to read all 240. Because I'm pretty sure a good chunk of those are you and a user who will remain nameless going back and forth <laughs> a little bit. Things getting a little heated. So, uh, yeah, I will spare you your feelings uh, this time. There weren't any necessarily mean comments directed at you, but I thought we could uh, comment on some of the comments left directed at Manny Machado. Um, so yeah, the for those who are unfamiliar with what we're talking about, the graphic I put up a few days ago uh, was about Nate's thoughts on if Manny Machado were to become a New York Yankee. And his quote slash response was a simple nauseous. Uh, yep. So I put that up and let the people just eat it up. And well, I think we, I had a lot of support, I feel like, from, uh, I, I won't say support, a lot of people in agreement. You did. It was almost like said, there was a silent majority of Yankee, like true, what you would call true Yankee fans that came, just came, <laughs> came out of the woodworks and they're like, no, th- this this is right. Like, nobody wants him. He's, a, he's just a Thank you. Clown. I'm not in the minority. Uh, but yeah, I thought there were some funny ones. So I'll, I'm going to run through these here real quick before we get on to... Uh, Baseball history. Um, these are just some of my favorites. As I mentioned, there was like over 240, and I'm not going to sit here and bore yeah. you to death with all 240. Uh, starting off here, take one look at this picture. Do you want to be as though Manny Machado is going to be reading the comment section? Uh, take one look at this picture. Do you want to be a lousy Chicago White Sox, or do you want to be part of the, in all caps, best franchise in the world, the New York Yankees? Uh, the next one, which was the guy that I just previously mentioned, uh, he says, who's Nate Reyes. If you don't want him as a Yankee, then you aren't a true Yankee fan. Uh, <laughs> and then I responded back and I was like, uh, Nate Reyes is actually one of the co-hosts on the podcast for the brand whose page you're commenting on, uh, yeah, moving on. I'm here. irrelevant. It's okay. Yeah. I mean, we've known this from the start. 
<laughs> everyone who doesn't want Machado is clueless. Guy's a superstar. All I hear is that he doesn't hustle. That is so overrated. Uh, I don't really think it is. Uh, I think it's underrated, if anything. Yeah. Uh, Manny's a clown emoji and a cancer middle finger emoji him. <laughs> I did say the caption was to say drop your drop the what did I say? Comment the emoji that describes Manny and pinstripes. And a lot of Middle people did, a lot of people didn't take that to heart, but this guy really did. Um <laughs> Manny will be a locker room circus. This was one of my favorites. Four words. No Manny, want Bryce. <laughs> somebody else somebody else <laughs> said man version of this. That's short and sweet to the point. As uh, Kevin Malone once said in the office, why waste word when few word do trick? Uh, <laughs> somebody else said, bye. That was very cool. short and sweet. Another one said, fugly, which <laughs> I think was a little bit too personal. I mean, I don't like the guy, but I'm not going to sit here and call him fugly. Uh, Yankees never learn. Get some pitching. Forget that dirty bum. Seemed Perfect. a little, little aggressive there, if you ask Accurate. me. Accurate. Accurate. Uh, stay with L.A. New York don't want you, which I, I would think that you would agree with that sentiment. Yeah. Um, somebody said constipated. Perfect. So that is neither a uh, reasonable answer or an emoji. So <laughs> not, very uncomfortable. Not his, yeah, I guess he's just uncomfortable with the image of him in pinstripes. <laughs> uh, oh, I want to get your take on this one. He is the perfect Yankee. Overpriced, no hustle, bad attitude, wins nothing, douchebag. Harper's the same kind of player. <laughs> so very obviously not a Yankees fan. Yeah, I'm going to say not a Yankees fan. Likely a fan of another team in the division, possibly. <laughs> Probably. Um, Wait, that wasn't you that did it, was it? Yeah, it was my burner account. <laughs> um, moving on uh, this blows my mind that a team would pay this dude that much man I'm so glad I was born and raised a Brewers fan hashtag Milwaukee baseball hashtag Milwaukee Brewers and then somebody came on here and said did someone say they're glad to be a Brewers fan I have to google and see what city they play for <laughs> so not gonna lie you didn't really take much heat uh on this particular graphic, but some quality comments to read. Yeah. Um, Just from one individual. And I, I all I want to do, a little a little public service announcement, all I want to say is that uh, I don't understand why we get attacked. We're just two dudes that like to talk about baseball. You know, like we're doing this for free. We're not getting paid. Well, according to, to that one, guy, according to that one guy that asked who you were, he's like, "Well, it looks like you're doing this for your work." And I'm, I wanted to respond, but I didn't. I was like, uh, "Dude, we're not doing this for work. Like, we actually <laughs> have jobs. This is merely just something we do on the side, just for fun. It's just, it's just fun. Like, we're just two dudes that like to talk about baseball. I will be the first one to admit when I don't know something. But like, this is very true. I, I know the Yankees, so I'm going to tell you what's up." That's all. Like, I'm not going to just lay over and just take it. Like, I'm, no, I'm going to I'm gonna let you know what's up. If, it's, if this conversation was about the Cardinals and this guy just started dropping stats on me, like, okay, you got me. But, like, mm, I'm sorry. Well, the that thing, that the, is the stereotypical Yankees fans that everyone hates. The thing that gets me, though, is you were, like, a nice guy about it. Like, you wrapped it, you dropped all these stats on him and then wrapped it up with, like, Best of luck or something. Go Yankees, and then he just proceeds to comment on your your following, which I'm yeah. like, you literally created your the Dirt to Diamond specific Instagram account like in the fall or something, and he's over and here I also, bragging. I also don't wake up in the morning to see how many followers I have. I really don't care. Yeah. So I mean, you've had the account for just over a few months, and he's over here talking about how he has more followers when it was really like <laughs> 50 more. So. <laughs> whatever all right moving on what do you got for uh, baseball history valentine's uh, day february 14th nothing, nothing crazy nothing crazy uh so we got our first one all the way up in 1996 so we're not going too far back in history here that's never a good sign yeah uh 1996 kevin mcclatchy and his group of investors purchased the pirates from the pittsburgh associates Deal includes a condition of having to build a baseball-only ballpark in Pittsburgh within five years. 
So that's where we got that sweet baseball field next to the water. Clemente Bridge. It's pretty cool. Uh, 2001. According to the Detroit Free Press, Major League Baseball is informing umpires to remove pitchers without without issuing a warning who deliberately throw a beanball at a batter's head from the game. The crackdown, according to officials, is a clarification and reinforcement of an existing rule. So no warnings necessary for headshots. Thoughts on that? Uh, fine with it, but it's it's just uh, it's so hard to tell what's intentional sometimes, you know. Yeah. But I think as long as an umpire knows if there's some beef between either players or teams going into the game, like if they know that stuff happened the last series that they played each other two months ago, and they're paying attention to that kind of stuff, you can have a pretty good idea if you know someone's getting hit on purpose. Yep, doing, uh, doing your homework. Yeah, that's all you got to do. Just be prepared. And 2007, for the first time at Wrigley Field, the Cubs will allow ads on the green doors located in the Ivy in the left and right field bleachers, according to Jay Blunk, Director of Marketing and Sales. Although the team has been approached by other companies, Under Armour, whose company spokesman is newly acquired outfielder Alfonso Soriano, is the right fit for the 7 by 12 foot signage featuring the performance apparel's signature logo. So, oh, that's interesting. So they're using one of their uh, marquee, or they were using one of their marquee guys as like the quite literal poster boy. Yeah. So that's now pretty, that's pretty smart. Is that like, are they going to switch over to Adidas now that uh, Chris Bryant is doing his thing? Very interesting. Yeah. That wraps up a pretty uh, whelming. Not overwhelming, not underwhelming. Just whelming. <laughs> whelming. <laughs> yeah, no uh, no mind holes were blown today. So. <laughs> no. No, uh, no games being played on frozen ponds, unfortunately. No games being played on frozen ponds, but there is baseball being played. Granted, yeah. it's not a game, but it's, uh, it's, our, it's our pitchers and catchers just tossing the old the old leather around a little bit how do you feel about it i'm hyped i'm still are you really though i'm or is it or is this just for show i'm hyped that we're here but like i'm still impatient if if you know what i mean until i'm actually sitting down in front of a tv watching a game or seeing highlights on my phone i'm just kind of eh. but like how do you feel about spring training right now in this moment Cause I'm going to be honest with you. It's got, I think I'm getting to the point now where with each year that passes, it's one of those things where it's like, okay, when we were kids, it was cool to act all excited. Like, Oh gosh, baseball's back. But at this point it's like, are we really that excited? Or are we just, is it, are we just like putting on a, a front to, to show how much we care about baseball? Cause I mean, I'm, Here's the way I I'm pumped it's back, but I, I think people go over the top a little bit. Here's what I think about this. So if opening day is our Christmas, Today is like the day after Thanksgiving. We're officially in the Christmas season slash baseball season for this analogy. And we are just getting ready for it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I agree with you. Spring training is just kind of whatever. Like the one thing I do like is the uh, how MLB Network like bounces around all the clubs and they do, you know, interviews with certain players and they show drills that certain players work on. Talking about like the 30 clubs in 30 days thing. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I'm a fan of that. That's kind of fun to watch. Are they doing that uh, this year? Do they still do that? I think so. They should. Yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, it's, it's easy because they're only in two states. But uh, one of them being mine, so I will be going to, uh, to some games, I think. Yeah, lucky you. Yeah, warm weather. All right, again, don't need to rub it in. All right. <laughs> We gave you a run for your money like last week. It was like 80 degrees here, and now we're back into like the 40s and 50s. It's just (laughs) terrible. I want to blow my brains out. Yeah. Uh, Um, But anyway. I think it's exciting to see like new players and new, I mean, players in new uniforms. Like that's, having some new threads is kind of fun. uh, Any any, uh, headlines that have popped out to you with spring training? I know one of mine was, um, I don't know. Well, I feel like you might have seen it now that you're a, 
you're a seasoned veteran on Twitter, but the uh, the <laughs> Rockies Rockies did something a little cool. They did on their on their way to the spring training facility. They did a little bit of a like a road trip. They kind of documented their road trip. I don't know if you've yeah. heard anything about it, but uh, they kind of they they would stop at like certain places along the way because uh, I guess it's not too far of a trip for them. Uh, but they would stop. They'd stop at some place along the way, and I guess they brought like their photographer with them, and they would take pictures of kind of the landmarks that they saw and everything. But it was funny because a, a, a couple of the spots that they stopped at uh, was kind of funny. One of them they stopped along the side of a road, and I think their caption was like, "We befriended some locals along the way, including a guy selling cat trees out of his camper," and it was literally <laughs> just like this RV like camper thing, and. You know, like those cat tree things that they like scratch or like play yeah. on or whatever. Yeah, yeah, there was like fifty of them just laid out on the side of the road, and he, this guy was like selling them, <laughs> and they like stopped and took a picture of it. And I'm like, this is quality social media. There, Rocky's social media is legit. Super um, lucrative business there. Yeah, but uh, yeah, that was that was pretty that was pretty funny. They had they stopped. I think they stopped in like a cave and took pictures of these like old archaic like paintings in the i don't know it was weird i was like hats off to you y'all are going above and beyond yeah um, that sounds fun yeah i mean do you remember what players no it no it, i think it was just like their social media team and i think they oh, just I like gotcha. brought a player or brought a photographer along um, yeah but i, it, I mean it was, it was pretty cool and then i also saw that the brewers got a new spring training facility they unveiled yeah. that recently which is pretty cool Yep, you stole mine. Thank you. Appreciate that. <laughs> but it is it is cool because uh, like it looked like the entrance as they're walking in, it's got all the all their legends, all their retired players. Right. Um, you know, it looks like a sweet facility. Like spring training facilities are getting top notch. Yeah. Did you see like the, the the locker rooms and the weight rooms? Yeah. The locker room looks like. I mean, the clubhouse looks like a normal, luxurious big league. I'm at the normal stadium clubhouse. Yeah, I was clearly sorry. I'm just looking at my notes here. I was clearly in the Rockies mindset as I was typing out my notes. I have uh, instead of locker rooms, I have rocker rooms. <laughs> clearly, cool. I was in the Rocktober mindset. Nice. Uh, but yeah, the weight I saw the weight room. That thing is massive. Yeah, and I'm like, this is all for a spring training facility. That's uh, it's pretty impressive. Getting big league, man. Getting big league. Um, speaking of the big leagues. Do we think Manny Machado and Bryce Harper are going to be in the big leagues by the time opening day rolls around? No, they're going to sit this one out. They're done. Uh, from reports that I'm seeing, they're sitting out 2019. And uh, so You're citing sources, I'm sure. Yeah. yeah well, what, were, what were we saying before we hopped on that like the, these companies are, are milking out this free agency? A thousand percent. Like the show, MLB the show with Harper, and then this thing we just saw with Machado's glove with Rawlings. Uh, they made like custom gloves for Machado that were like black and white. Yeah. Um, and they're just trying, they're like trying to get clicks on their websites and on their products and stuff. But the what, what was the thing we were saying that there's gonna be like a, a parachute company or an airplane company <laughs> that like teams up That's with one of these guys and drops them in on opening day and nobody knows where it's gonna be? Yeah, that's how I think we find out. They just. No one's really going to know until opening day. And there's just going to be like three or four teams that just, they're all standing on the line for the national anthem. There's just going to be one space in like the third hole <laughs> right after right after the first and second hitters. All the there's fans of the space. leading favorites are going to be looking up at the sky, like the Padres <laughs> and the Phillies are going to be like, is today the day? <laughs> and then he gets parachuted in. He just drops in. Like everyone loses their mind. Yeah. And he just jogs over. And takes his spot. <laughs> <laughs> they, they throw a jersey on him and let him run out to right field. Uh, no, but the reason I mentioned Harper Machado is because I wanted to kind of talk about the guys that are still unsigned. Uh, those two, obviously. And then we've got Keuchel, Jose Iglesias, Gio Gonzalez, Mike Moustakas, Marwin Gonzalez, Clay Buckholz, Craig Kimbrell, just to name a few. Uh, what do you, When do you think these guys are going to sign? Honestly, I don't know. Like, I hope it's soon because, I mean, it's uh, – I don't understand how these organizations aren't signing these guys because you're going to want these guys to get 
prep time, right? Like you want these guys to, to get used to their new teammates. You want your manager to start to get used to, you know, certain things that they need to know about these players. Like you would hope, you would think it's very soon. So what do we got for our first day? Like I know pitchers and catchers are in right now. When do the rest of the guys get in if they're not there already? So pitchers and catchers have just been, they've been uh, funneling in the past couple of days. And then the full squads are going to be reporting uh roughly february 18th 19th right around that summer there's a few outliers but sounds like most of the full squads will be showing up february 18th 19th yeah i could see i could see that starts i could see some chips starting to fall around that time so i mean we think like a like in the next week <laughs> i i i don't i in fear of sounding like an idiot by next week well, I mean, yes. you and I were just talking about before we got on air. We we were saying like three months ago, like, oh, we think maybe by this weekend or <laughs> think Harper will know where he's going, and here we are. Yeah, no dice. He's just playing us like a fiddle with this MLB The Show nonsense. Yeah, ridiculous. Um. All right, well, those are the guys who are still unsigned. Some of the guys who know where they're going to be um, – just kind of going through the headlines here. Some of the guys that are going to be coming back healthy this year, um, whether they're coming back from an injury or surgery or whatever, uh, Corey Seager, Dustin Pedroia, Kenley Jansen, CC Sabathia, Shohei Otani, Albert Pujols, Jose Altuve, Carlos Correa, Buster Posey. Uh, those are just, like I said, a few of the names that are, a few of the names of guys that are coming back from some sort of ailment or surgery at some point during the year, the off season. Um, so I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing those guys back. Um, specifically the two, for, two of the first guys I listed off Corey Seager and Pedroia. I'm excited to see those guys back. Cause I think they're just studs. Um, yeah, and apparently, exactly. apparently Pedroia said he was, I, I, I don't know if it was an actual quote, but I think I saw somewhere where he said he was going to be the comeback player of the year in 2019. So be interesting to see how that plays out. Yeah, hey, bold pick, man. That's, um, I mean, you can't you can't argue with the guy. I mean, he's experienced. He's he's uh, you know obviously extremely athletic, but uh, I don't know. I I would err on the end of you know his best days are behind him, but you never know. I might have a little left in the tank. He's gonna he's gonna tell you one way or the other. He's not gonna make you guess. He's gonna he's not shy by any means. He's gonna come out and tell you, no, I've got Pedroia, knowing him, he probably thinks he has like another ten years left in the tank. So Yeah. Uh but anyway, yeah, there's just a few guys that'll be back this season. Um moving on, some some extension talk that has been making news recently. Aaron Nola actually literally what, just like a few hours before we got on here? Uh, yeah, announced like he signed a four-year four deal. I think it was, what, $45 million? Is that what I saw? Uh, was that it? Yeah, four, year, yeah, 40, four years, $45 million. Um, So good for him, man. Glad to see somebody's getting paid. Good for him. Um, interesting. I feel like... I feel like before that four years is up, he's very much going to be an ace by that point. And I mean, he's already really good. Um, but by then, I feel like he's probably going to be one of the superstar pitchers. So, so you think it's a good deal? Yeah, I was about to say, you think it's safe to say by the end of this contract, he will have basically outplayed the contract in terms of performance? For sure. For sure. I mean, that's he's the kid's, the kid's good. Kid's really good, and uh, I think the Phillies are getting him for a steal for this extension. So I'm a little surprised because it's kind of the opposite of what we've seen so far. Obviously, yeah. I mean, he might. I mean, I obviously I don't know the guy from Adam, but it might be he might be one of those guys that cares more about the the security rather than the money. I mean, four years. I mean, that's not exactly a short period of time. So I mean, maybe right. he wanted the the longer route. Or maybe he went the longer route with the hopes of uh, contending for a title with, right. with the Phillies. So um, another guy that was in the talks of extensions, or rather that made news recently, J- Jacob Degrom, apparently had set the opening day deadline for extension talks, 
and he said that he was gonna uh, he was gonna cut talks off after that. What are your thoughts on that? Uh, I don't like that. Really, uh, I was expecting you to be a big fan of that. I don't like. I feel like it it creates some animosity in what seems to be a, a little bit of a brighter, you know, light for this season. Like I, it feels like. I feel like the Mets have been doing stuff and putting some support around him, especially offensively. And it, it uh, you know what I mean? Like it seems like the Mets are doing stuff and trying to get him support and make this season a little better. And it, it's just kind of, I don't, I, I get it. I understand it. Like, hey, we're in the season. I want to focus on on pitching now. But you would think that from being there so long, from what the Mets have done in this off season, that it would allow some more talk after that see i kind of take the a different route i i think kind of in in that same vein that he because they're doing stuff he's trying to eliminate any sort of stalling on their end which apparently from what i've read that that's kind of the the approach they've been taking is they're kind of just waiting it out um but i think he's trying to get stuff set in stone before before they get going so that way there's that's one less thing they have to worry about. And, I mean, I can't fault him for it. I mean, he he proved to you last year, and he's proved in the time he's been there that he's worth money. However much, that's a different conversation. Uh, yeah. But, I mean, I, I'm a big fan of it. I'm, I'm happy he's, like I said, that he's trying to get these things done before the season starts because we've seen with other guys, other big-name guys, that that can often serve as a distraction, especially – this is if, true, especially if they're in the hunt late and you're trying to talk contracts and also make the cut for the playoffs. So I'm a fan of it. This is true. I, I see what you're saying. I like your I like your standpoint. I don't totally disagree with it. It's just I think that uh, uh, it, it's a it's both sides. You know what I mean? Like I guess we were we're seeing a player become firm, and we're seeing. Um, you know, an organization taking their sweet time about it. And it's, it's like, it's, it's gotten old. Cause that's been the script the whole off season. Every organization is just taking their sweet time. Yep. We're headed for a strike. I'm certain of that. Definitely. Uh, but a couple other guys that are going to be in the extension talks, presumably here in the next season or so. Uh, well, definitely for this guy, Anthony Rendon, who's going to be a free agent after this season. Uh, he's, What's looking like the presumed three hole hitter for the Nats, assuming they don't bring Harper back? I mean, do you think that's a good route, a good route to take? Kind of go. I don't want to say all in on him, but kind of solidify him as one of your one of your quote unquote guys with an extension. Yeah, yeah I, I agree. Kind of build around him. Let build lock up that left side between him and Trey Turner. Yeah, I feel like Anthony Rendon is relatively underrated. Like a dude's good. He's pretty underrated. He he personally he bugs me with his style of play. I I can't really place it. Like I don't know why. He's not bad. He's I I don't. It just he bothers me. Yeah. But no, I know exactly what you're good. talking about. It's almost like it's a. I'm assuming this is what you're talking about. To me, like when I watch him play, and I've seen him play a bunch, going up to a bunch of Nats games back at home. He's just like it's very like herky jerky, and it's yeah, like it's very it's not smooth. Yeah, it's. But the thing is, he's like we said, he's like good. So I mean, we're not debating that. But I, I, t- yeah. I totally get what you're saying. But it's, it's strange. But I mean, he's he's good, and I think between him and Trey Turner, if you lock up that left side, like you've got a, you got a strong future ahead of you between those guys and Soto and Robles coming up, like, and uh, you know, obviously the strong pitching staff. The Nationals feel I feel like they can be good for a few years. Excited to watch it, man. It's gonna be a fun team to watch. Remind me again, who do I have winning the division this year? Uh, you have you the Braves. Them. No, I had them coming out of the – they're going to the World Series oh, yeah, as a wild yeah, card. Right. Yeah. Did I have the Nats? I didn't you pick have the, the Nats. Nats. Did I pick the Nats? Might have you, the Nationals. You have the Mets, as we all know. No, I think you picked the Marlins. That's right. I did go with the Marlins. No, I <laughs> absolutely did not go with the Marlins. Uh, no, I'm pretty sure it was the Nats, and for a good reason. As we just talked about, um, another yeah. guy, uh, last guy here that presumably will be in free agent talks, based on his recent performance in years uh, years past. Alex Bregman, who will be a free agent, 
He's still got a bit. He'll be a free agent in 2022. Um, but do you think it just makes sense to lock him up now, kind of like you did with Altuve? Yeah, for sure. Um, the Astros definitely need to do that. Um, I, from what it seems like, I don't, I don't see him. I would see him being one of the guys that takes a hometown discount kind of thing. Like, yeah, this is the organization that drafted me that brought me up so quick that I've had success with early. I don't. I think. I don't know. I think know, he man. would take a little bit of a discount. I, I'm gonna take the other side of the coin on that. I, I in. Basically, in the same, uh, with the same opinion that other people have had, he's gotten significantly worse with just his attitude and everything since. Have you noticed that since they won the World Series? Like the uh, the arrogance. Well, he's always been douchey. I mean, yeah, he's always been douchey, but since they won the World Series, he's just become he's he's become more outspoken and just arrogant. And I'm not. Yeah, I sound like I'm just sitting here complaining, ragging on the guy. But I mean, it's it's very hard to dispute that that he's just gotten significantly worse. So I'm wondering, with a couple more years under his belt, they get to the point of free agency. I don't know if he's going to take that discount. Yeah. Well, what I mean by discount is I'm not saying it'll be much. You know what I mean? I think it'll be twenty million a year for the Astros versus twenty five anywhere else, right? Um, I just don't think he he would hit the free agent market. I think he would get this deal done before then. Yeah, I feel like the Astros are a team that just they prefer to get things done rather than rather than wait it out. And yeah. To me it wouldn't make sense to wait it out on a guy like Alex Bregman. So Right. Yeah. I mean I I have no doubt they'll get something done. He'll be there for a while. It's just a matter of how much tension there is initially with the amount of money that's proposed by both right. parties. So that'll be interesting to see. Uh, but did you also, he, I actually just saw he made news today. Did you see his quote about uh, Boston today? Uh-uh. Or I don't know when he made the quote, but I saw, I saw the graphic today. Apparently he's, he was quoted as saying after watching the Pats win and the Red Sox beating us, there's no other city that I would like to beat more than Boston. And so of course all these baseball accounts, like specifically major league baseball are like, <laughs> hyping it up They're like we're all in on this rivalry which i'm not gonna Cute. sit here and act like i'm not because i'm starting to hate it it's gonna sound crazy it's <laughs> gonna sound crazy i'm almost getting to the point where i'm hating the astros as much as i hate the yankees wow like i just i don't like the astros now i think wow i compare it to the blue jays i think i've mentioned this before i've met, i compared it to the blue jays a, year, a few years back when they had that playoff run and yeah. they just the fans thought they were the greatest team in baseball history. <laughs> kind of like the Rays did back back yeah. in the early 2000s or like 2010s oh, or wait, whatever. Yeah, yeah, like right in there. I No, I don't need it. And I'm not going to sit here and act like the, the Astros are due to fall off anytime soon. But like one World Series, let's relax. I mean, yeah, haven't haven't won the World Series this year yet. So let's just let's just <laughs> chill out. Speaking of another Astro who has made news in the social media world, kind of yeah. uh, along the same lines of something that we were talking about just a little earlier with players not being signed. Uh, Justin Verlander has gone off on Twitter a little bit. What what do you got on that? Yeah, so uh, if you guys haven't seen it, which would be a little surprising because there's not much else to talk about right now. Um, and because you're, said, like I said, you're a seasoned Twitter veteran, so of course you saw it. Exactly. Hello? Um, he basically came out and said for all these, uh, rebuilding teams or teams that are claiming to rebuild. And that's why you're not signing Bryce Harper or Manny Machado is total BS. Um, you know, why not start with a 26 year old, give him a 10 year deal and then rebuild around him. Okay. Are you ready, Kyle? If you're living in a cheap and like old rundown apartment, and you're rebuilding, okay? Would you go about? Would you go buy like a hot tub or a Lambo? No, like you're you're gonna you're gonna go get new paint. Don't you're gonna redo the floors. Don't speak you're for get me, a Nate. New couch. You don't know that I wouldn't go buy a hot tub. <laughs> you you, you're gonna, you know you're me, make... but you don't know me that well. <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna go get a new couch. You're gonna get 
new countertops, maybe a decent-sized TV, right? We have teams in this league that are mansions, and we have teams in this league that are apartments. The mansions can afford these guys because, you know, the rest of the house is already looking good. I'm sensing, a, nice. I'm sensing a quote graphic coming on. Right? The apartments have to figure out the rest of the house before they go buy one of these toys. Right? You can't, you can't just go out and, and get a Lambo when your apartment's in shambles. But, however, with that logic, why aren't these smaller rebuilding apartments signing all these couches and TVs on the market? You already went through the list earlier. I mean, we've got Carlos Gonzalez, Matt Wieters, Logan Morrison, Josh Harrison, Jose Iglesias, Marwin Gonzalez, Dallas Keuchel, Gio Gonzalez, Craig Kimbrell. Those are all really nice pieces. They may not be a Lambo or a hot tub, but they're really nice pieces. Why are those guys not getting signed? Well, tell me this. Do you think that by that tweet that he, to kind of play off your analogy, do you think Verlander is viewing this quote-unquote apartment uh, as having somebody living in it that is the equivalent of like a Bill Gates, who somebody that has the money, granted on the outside it might look like they're in shambles, they're rebuilding, so on and so forth, but you got a guy like Bill Gates living on the inside who's got money and then that's what's raising all these questions about why aren't these guys getting signed? For sure, for sure. It's not. It's not a question about money for any of these teams. The truth is, like, what we've seen. You know, ticket prices have gone up. Viewerships have gone up. Your 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 digital uh, streaming deals have made you money. Your TV deals have made you money. I don't know if people knew this, but like, the digital, um, you know, streaming stuff. All all the ways to watch online. That's all evenly split between the teams. Each team gets the same amount of revenue. Like you're making money, even if you're the Tampa Bay Rays, you're making money, even though you're not selling out your tickets. You're making some money. All these guys have money. They're stingy. If a player, uh, we're we're at that point, right? It's it's not outlandish to expect someone to get thirty million dollars a year. That's not ridiculous. In these owners' heads, it is. But it's like, that's the way the market is now. If a guy deserves to get paid, pay him. We can't be sitting back. Let him know, Nate. It's 2001. Let him know. Like, it's not 2001 and, and, and guys, you know, make $8 million a year and they're one of the top 10 paid players in the league. It's not like that anymore. So if a guy deserves to get paid, pay him. Pay him. I get, I get the long-term thing. That's why I'm not interested in the Yankees doing a long-term thing. Done it before. It sucks. Angels are sitting with it with that with Albert Pujols right now. Sucks. You're locked up. You got one hand tied behind your back. I get that. But five, six years, dude's making 28 to 32 a year. That's the way the market is now. Just do it. For these for these lower level guys, it's a joke. Those are I just listed off a lot of good players, a lot of all stars. Nate, you just gave a lot us, of impact players. You just gave us an economics 101 lesson. That's it, man. Economics 101. Mr. SQ from high school would be proud. <laughs> um, all right. I don't feel like anything else needs to be said there. You pretty much wrapped everything up in a, and put a nice little bow on it. <laughs> so basically what you're telling me is that you see both sides of this argument that Verlander is addressing. Yeah, for sure. I mean, um, yeah, I think that... The 100 players that he's talking about, right? The 100 free agents. Only three or four of them, if that, are the hot tubs and Lambos in my analogy, right? The rest of them are just smart pieces that could really help your team get set over the edge. The The craziest guy on this list for me is, uh, is Marvin Gonzalez. Uh, false. You can't claim him. That's my guy. Uh, for sure your guy going back going back to our free agent draft class yeah i claimed him when you didn't want to and oh what he's out here hitting home runs in the alcs so you can pick another guy no i don't want to marwin gonzalez Um, is my guy so that is the guy that's most surprises me who do you what say you nate who do you pick uh 
I could go with uh, a Josh Harrison. I think he's kind of a lower-level Marwin Gonzalez. You know what I mean? Can play a lot of positions. So none of the and, guys on that list surprise you more than Josh Harrison? I mean, I, I don't know. It's easy to say Dallas Keuchel. It's easy to say Gio Gonzalez. Craig Kimbrell, I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised at all that he hasn't signed yet because he came out you know, four months ago saying he wants $100 million. Not going to happen. How is Jose Iglesias still on this list? Like, I know he's not going to be like a, a Carlos Correa by any means, but I mean, he, defensively. he, yeah, he was he was being touted when he was with Boston before they got rid of him. He was being touted as like one of the best shortstops in the league. Yeah, and I mean, obviously, he hasn't lived up to that necessarily, but I mean, I don't know, like, how is a team like the Marlins or somebody like that not just scooped him up just for depth purposes? I'm sure he can't oh, be demanding. He can't be demanding that much money. Right. So I mean that's what that's what this market is so backwards. It's so backwards. I mean, but Berlin. I agree with you. Like these other teams just step up. Sign these guys. Yeah, so I mean I think Verlander's on to something when he says the system is broken. I mean, he said some things recently that I don't necessarily agree with. Uh, but I think he's on to something here. Um, and I think this is just more evidence that, like we said, I think we're headed towards a strike in the near future. Um, the the length of arbitration that we've talked about the the fact that owners won't pay what is now market value is all frustrating points for these players. No question. Um, a team actually we just mentioned the Marlins uh, making a move in the front office. Your boy Jeter bringing on Posada as the special advisor to baseball operations. Any any initial thoughts on that? Um, no surprise here. I love it. It's it's uh, extremely smart. Um, he's Puerto Rican. He lives in Miami. Um, and oh yeah, he has five rings. You know what I mean? I think cool, Nate. I yeah, think he's he's a winner, and I think it's it's smart to surround yourself with winners. Um, not to mention, I think catchers are probably the best hire for base baseball jobs in general. It's um, a great thought. You know, they're, they're in-game managers. Natural they, leaders. They're, they're leaders. They're knowledgeable. They have meaningful relationships with multiple guys. Um, and I think having – I think he's a Latin influence in the front office that is just – it's just a, a good step in the right direction. I mean, you surround yourself with winners. You got you got Donnie Baseball coaching for you, um, and you got Jorge Posada advising you. I think it's, it's starting to build – um, the right pieces and for a young organization that really doesn't have any stars anymore. I think it provides a lot of, you know, guys to look up to. Well, Jeter was recently quoted as saying that he has zero patience and wants to be in win mode now. And as we just acknowledged, Posada obviously helps bring a little experience, experience, uh, to that process. But is it safe to say that the Miami Marlins are going to be this year's, uh, Baltimore Orioles or last year's Baltimore Orioles, rather. Ooh, um, I don't know. That's a good question. I mean, because I, I mean, look, you got to look at their. If you haven't recently, you, I, mean, I think we've we've done this recently or previously, but if you just pull up their active roster, it's like who who are you working with? <laughs> Starling Castro by far is your. Most yeah. highly touted name, and even then, I mean, that's not exactly saying much. So, right. I mean, w- what are we expecting this year? I don't know. That's very. It's a very good comparison because of the fact that both the Orioles and the Marlins are in such good divisions. Um, I think they're going to surprise you a little bit. I think they're going to surprise you a little bit. I, I'm not saying they're going to go out and you know play 500 ball, but I could see them finishing above the Orioles. Record-wise, um, do you think they might? Yeah. Uh, you think they might put some butts in seats? <laughs> Is what you're telling me? It depends. Me? Depends, Kyle. Do you have any ideas of how they could do that? No, I was just asking. Yeah, I don't believe you. I was just asking if you thought they'd put butts in seats. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why you thought I was alluding to something else. Yeah, it's kind weird. of presumptuous on your end, but yeah, that's my bad. Uh, yeah, that was, was actually kind of rude that you would. Yeah. assume that I was thinking or going to say a certain thing when I actually wasn't. 
Yeah, whatever. No, they have too many open seats in that stadium. It's too big. It's yeah, huge. They, I mean, they're going to have – I mean, you think about it. Over a course of 81 games, they're going to have a lot of seats that need to be filled. I mean, yeah. I mean, that's like seats on seats on seats. And a lot of cheap ways to get into those seats. Yeah, I mean, for sure. Like, you would think with that many seats being open over the course of the season, they're going to realize that they can't exactly overcharge people for tickets and that they're going to need to lower these prices. So, I mean, there's going to be some pretty good uh, options for said seats price-wise. Well, if they don't lower the prices, I think there's one way maybe to get a lower deal. Maybe this is news to me. What is what is that option? No, I don't know. Something I feel like it's something we've mentioned before in the past. I, uh, something. I don't know. You said seat a lot. Yeah, I don't know why. I don't know why you're talking about seats so much. Yeah, I mean, you've said you've said seats like thirty times. I mean, one minute, one minute we're talking about Jeter and Posada and how they have like rings on rings on rings, and then we're talking about seats. Yeah, seats on seats on seats. Seats on seats on seats. That was kind of an odd transition, Nate. I don't know. And then on top of all that, you're just being presumptuous and assuming I'm going to think or say something. That was just rude. Yeah, it's my bad. It's my bad. So DMs, I guess now. I guess that would be the the natural transition at this point in the show. <laughs> um, but right. hey, Nate, before we do that, um, I did have something that I would like to share with the people. Oh. Oh, yeah? Uh, yeah, and it's uh, SeatGeek, actually. There wasn't a, a natural spot, an organic spot in the show uh, thus far for me to talk about SeatGeek uh, and yeah, saving money on tickets. No, it wasn't. But I just figured, you know what? No time like the present, huh? So uh, SeatGeek, it's the answer to all your ticket needs. Are you looking for tickets? Do you have plans with friends or family to make it to an upcoming game or concert? Or are you even looking months ahead to nail down a date to get tickets before they sell out? With SeatGeek, you can find tickets to games, concerts, shows, and even theater performances with just a few easy clicks. We're making it even better for you if you're a first-time user of SeatGeek. The next time you add some tickets to your cart, use our promo code DTD at checkout to save how many dollars, Nate? Uh, I think 20 $20. Save $20 instantly off your first purchase as a first-time user of SeatGeek. That's all you got to do to save some of that what, Nate? That's uh, what you call cold, hard cash, my that, guy. That cold, hard cash. Cold, hard cash. Cold. Cold, hard cash. Enter promo code DTD at checkout. Flawless read. Flawless. It's about time. I think I need to, I, I think I need to start selling like an ad read course for people who need yeah. to like increase their stamina or something because... That's tough. I mean, we're 44 episodes in, and I'm still struggling to get all the way through. So I need to like design a course to offer to people if they yeah. if they have ad yeah. reads of their own that they would like to read, and they need to know how to get through it without sounding like you just walked up six flights of stairs. Yeah, like, like I You're do many times. Right I am a little winded. That's I mean, it's a it's a mouthful. <laughs> but uh, right. moving on to some DMs, what do we got? Uh, our main guy, Oaktown Fan 26, back every week, asks Hidden ball tricks, should they be made illegal? No. If you're dumb enough to fall for a hidden ball trick and your coaches aren't in tune enough with the game to realize what's going on, you probably don't belong in the game. Granted, I know it's that's pretty harsh. I know that guys just get <laughs> caught falling asleep, but. We can't just we can't like make them illegal just because guys get their feelings hurt and they feel embarrassed. Like that's not how that works. There's nothing yeah. with within the rules of the game. There's nothing illegal about it. Like there's obvious uh, there's obviously rules that surround the hidden ball trick. Like you have to have to be on the mound, so on and so forth. But I mean, yeah. if if those rules are followed properly, like like I said, we shouldn't be ruling these out just because guys get embarrassed. Agreed. Very much agreed. Uh. 
freaking Diz. Joe Diz. Joe asked, Diz asks, what is Nate's daily workout routine? I want to prelude this by saying that Diz is like 145 pounds soaking wet. So I don't know why he's trying to get my gym workout. But uh, what I do is I typically have, I pick two body parts um, that I work on for that day. So like today will be chest and triceps. And, All right, we get it. Uh, lift. And yeah, it's a uh, low weight, high rep season. So you got to cut up a little bit and time to get back into shape. Yeah. Get ready, that, get ready for that beach bod season. Yeah. I'm in uh, constant, I'm in constant dad bod season. So I don't, I can't relate to any of any of hey, what you're saying. You know what? The truth is, is uh, you're not single on Valentine's day. So you don't need to really worry about that stuff. It must be nice. Yeah. I guess now that that's, that's been established. I don't really need to, to work out. So yeah. Have fun in the Today, gym though. Yeah. Thanks. Today is uh you've seen how I met your mother, right? Correct. Remember when, it, when Barney says it's desperation day, day before Valentine's yes. day. <laughs> yeah. I love that's, that show. That's, <laughs> that's what it's like. Uh, Brian asks, what team are you a fan of in professional sports besides MLB? Uh, I'll let you go. I know you're a big football guy. Um, Broncos fan. Uh, truthfully, I grew up a Redskins fan um, as a kid, obviously being from that area. But after years of having a, a very dumb owner of that organization and ridiculous amount of stupid moves, um, I kind of, when I moved to Colorado, I got kind of caught up in the... Uh, a little Tebow mania, not gonna lie, I got, got a little caught up in it, and uh, that kind of started my my Broncos fandom. And Tim Tebow, that's like the centerpiece of the New York Mets organization, correct? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm not gonna be a Mets fan though. 2019 All Star. Yeah, not so much. But uh, no, yeah, I'm I'm a Broncos guy. Um, I'll kind of root for the Nuggets, even though basketball, I just like good basketball. The I don't really Nuggets team. Yeah, I always like to see the Nuggets do well. Because when I first, it was cool because when I first moved there, uh, Mello was still there and they just got Allen Iverson. So I was like, okay, this is kind of fun. Went to a couple games. It was fun. Because ever since then, it's like, go Nuggets. That reminds me how long you've been out there, man. That's You've been out there a while. I know. Uh, I feel like for me, I would probably say, I mean, I'm not exactly like a diehard by any by any means, and I'm not saying this just because they won the cup, but I'm a Caps guy. Like I, I like going to Caps games because I low key like really enjoy hockey. It's a shame I don't get into it more because yeah. it's like an awesome sport. But like whenever I'm home visiting family, I'll I'll try to catch Caps games when I can, and those those are awesome. Hockey is legit. Um, so I'm not gonna sit here and say like I said, I'm not gonna sit here and say I'm a diehard by any by any means. But I enjoy going to those games. Um, and then, I mean, it does say professional sports besides Major League Baseball. So I guess minor league baseball could could count. It's true. I'm gonna say Durham Bulls, big Durham Bulls guy. They do it. They do it right. They do it better than any other team in the country at any level in the minor leagues. Um, so those probably be my two. Isaac asks top five list of unusual flavor seeds. Oh, that's a good one. I'm enough to hold on. God, I can't even think of any off the top of my head. I need to look these up. Yeah, let's uh, let's get the old Google machine working. Well, I know I know my top one is going to be cracked pepper, hands down. Like that's no, not unusual. No debate. Yeah. What do you mean not unusual? Like no, Just, he's talking about the the staples, like original ranch barbecue. Those are like the that's like the holy trinity of sunflower seeds. Anything outside of that is fair game. In my opinion. Well, you know I'm a Spitz guy. Do you know? Uh, you know about the uh, salted caramel. What are you talking about? Yeah, salted caramel flavor, not too shabby. A little weird, but pretty good. Oh, what is this? Did you, there's this thing called. I'm not about free ads here, but. I mean, I think they're deserving of a little shout-out. Giants Snacks. No, Giant Snacks. They have this thing where you can, like, build your own box with, like, all these assorted flavors. 
You can get it in like a 24-pack, 12-pack. That's wild. You can stone whatever flavors you want. I might do I that. I might get in on that. That, that sounds, sounds good. Le- that sounds legit. Yeah. Although, um, it sucks It sucks not playing because you don't have seeds as much as you used to. That's very true. Yeah, you got to rely on the old uh, bottle spitter. Yeah, that's not fun. It's not. It's gross. Like, I can't just be sitting in my office and just be spitting shells out on the ground. Yeah. Well, it's also loud. Like, if you ever sat someone next to someone that's chewing seeds and you're not, it's brutal. That's true. When you're in a dugout, it's accepted. Yeah, it's not really socially acceptable to be sitting there chomping on seeds, spitting shells out on the floor uh, in in an office setting. Um, I'm going to say, all right, so I'm going to go cracked pepper... Uh, this would probably be in no particular order. Um, no. Jalapeno hot salsa, that's fantastic. Smart. Uh, I'm gonna throw a dill pickle on there without Smart. sour patch, With just by themselves, just by themselves, just by themselves. I'm I'm, I'm all right with that. Um, you liked it. You know you liked it. I liked it, but I'm t- we're talking top five. This that would not <laughs> that combination would not make my top five. I'm sorry. That's my um, numero uno. My, what, how many is that? Cracked pepper, uh, dill pickle. Did I say a third one? I'm going to say, oh, the jalapeno hot salsa. And then for my fourth, I'm going to say the bacon. Um, sizzling bacon. I believe that yeah. is, who makes those? I forgot. Uh, sizzling, That's right? sizzling bacon seeds. I think seeds. it's Biggs. It is Biggs. Yes, correct. Um, and then lastly, to round it out here, I would probably go, oh, hmm. You ever had the, uh, the Frank's Red Hot Bigs? I have not. Those are pretty good too. Especially you mix, you go half a bag of ranch, half a bag of Frank's Red Hot. Not bad. I need to stop hanging out with you or talking to you. I don't, (laughs) I don't know who you are anymore. Oh, duh. No, this this probably supersedes uh, the cracked pepper. Jim Beam jalapeno seeds, like the jumbo oh, kind. yeah. Nothing like it. Those are incredible. Forgot about those. Plus, it was all cool when you were a kid, and you're like, oh, I'm getting Jim Beam. Uh. Yeah, we'd always make jokes that we were getting drunk in the, in the dugout, and we are like 13 <laughs> years old. <laughs> yeah. What idiots we were. Uh, Isaac. A different Isaac asks, thoughts on the new Frozen 2 trailer? Not going to lie, I haven't seen it, so you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to pull it up, and I'm going to watch it, and we'll do a little live reaction. I didn't even know Frozen 2 was happening. All right, standing here checking out some some waves approaching the, the shore. Oh, you're going to narrate. Perfect. Um, uh-oh, she's putting her hair up. It's looking like she's about to run out into the water. <laughs> and she's off. And she's walking on water. Did not see that coming. Is it frozen? It's not frozen. She just like body surfed a wave. What is what is going on? Am I watching the right trailer? What is this? I don't know. Now she's climbing a rock. Ah, now she's making it frozen. Sounds terrible. From what you were describing. This looks strictly going off of your narrating. There's a girl on here, and based on the rumors I've been seeing on social media, that might be her romantic lover. Uh, Wow. Wild take by Disney. (laughs) Um, Hot takes. Hot takes. They're standing here on a mountain, it looks like. Not sure how little homie snowman is still frozen as they stand there on a mountain, but true. That guy was pretty funny. Uh, You're gonna go to the movie theater for this, aren't you? I'm not. All right, so it's movie. Elsa, and then this presumed lesbian lover, and the <laughs> the prince or whoever. I don't remember his name. I'm thinking maybe there's gonna be like a bisexual love triangle of some sorts. <laughs> Disney trying to break barriers here. And that looks like it's it. <laughs> All right. Um, initial thoughts. I'm going to say very confusing. 
Um, not really sure what type of uh, relationship we're trying to promote here by Di on Disney's part. Um, so I'm gonna say, out of a ten, I'm gonna probably give it a two. <laughs> so uh, harsh. That's that's my take. Harsh. I agree with you because I won't watch it, and I'll just trust you. Grant asks, "What is the only? What is the one rule you would enact in MLB, and what is the one rule that you want removed?" Hmm. Interesting. Um. One rule I would want enacted, or rather put back in, is the neighborhood play. It's not a not. I don't guess it's technically a rule, uh, but being yeah. a middle, being a former middle infielder, I was a huge, huge advocate of the neighborhood play, um, and the fact they took it out because replay and all that stuff. I think it's garbage. So I would love to see it put back in, even though I know it's not gonna be uh, most likely. Um, and then one rule I want removed. Get interleague play out of there. It's trash. Just be done with it. Uh, well, mine's pretty obvious. Uh, DH, universal DH, and remove, remove the. Uh, believe it or not, remove the catchers not getting hit rule. I, I missed that a little bit. I did too. It's a little, it's a little spicy. I, I like that it kind of, kind of gets things fired up. Make baseball violent again. Yeah. Why not? That's it, man. Um, That's all the DMs. That was it. It's Thursday show, so we were supposed to have best and worst, um, but we were actually going to take the route kind of like we did a few episodes back of where we talked about the just the craziest rules in the rule book. We weren't exactly going to take the best and worst route. We were actually going to just make a list of uh, things that the average fan doesn't see, but we're going to use this as an opportunity to preface... Uh, next episode, which will feature an interview. Nate, you wanna you wanna let the people know who we're bringing on the show? Yeah, my main man Brett Wallace um, is a buddy that of mine that uh, worked in my facility, um, played a little bit in the big leagues. Um, give you some background on this dude. Was pretty legit. Uh, Two-time Pac-10 Player of the Year back when it was Pac-10. Uh, Two-time Pac-10 Triple Crown winner, the all-century team for the Pac-10. So that includes like Pedroia and Mark McGuire and stuff. Dude was a stud. And then uh, he went on to be the first-round pick for the St. Louis Cardinals. So uh, good dude, super down to earth. But I think who who better to answer those questions of what a fan doesn't see than a dude that was in the big leagues? I'm all for it. I'm excited. Yeah, it's gonna I've be heard, fun. Uh, you, you've you've told me good things about him. I'm looking forward to to chatting yeah. with him. So that'll be a that'll be a fun I'm, episode. I'm gonna let him know that uh, you know when when you Google Brett Wallace, he looks a little bit like a jerk, and I'm gonna let him know that. Well, to, like, to use your like to use your language, I think you said it looks a little douchey. He's a little douchey looking. I didn't say it, Brett. Nate did. When he first when I first met him, I was like, this guy doesn't like anyone. But then you just get to know that that's just him, and he's and he's actually um, sarcastic and hilarious. So yeah, it's gonna be fun. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. It'll be our uh, first interview here on the old Three O Take podcast, so that'll be fun. Um, but other than that, that pretty much wraps everything up for me. Anything you got? I'm gonna take a lot of Dayquil, my man. Super stuffed up. Yeah, we need to stop getting sick. I feel like you and I just alternate. Yeah, we do. We need we need one hundred percent energy on both on both ends for next episode. So we have all right, to, all right. we have to have it we have to have it have everything clicking on all cylinders. Can't disappoint. All cylinders. That's that's gonna be the we're gonna set the bar. So it's up to you since you're the sick one to determine where that bar is set. So no all pressure or anything. Yeah. Did you uh, did you uh, get uh, Meredith any flowers or anything? Uh, you, I've got uh, some things I've got some things in the works, uh, but. Not that she listens to the show because I wouldn't blame her. I wouldn't want to sit if I wasn't like a huge baseball nut. I wouldn't want to sit here and listen to an hour of just you and me <laughs> rambling on. Uh, but for whatever reason, in case somebody that she knows does listen to it, I wouldn't want it to get back to her. But I'll just leave it at tomorrow. Uh, I've got some things in the works for over tomorrow. the next next day or two. So I'll check back in. We'll check back in in a few days. That's what I'll do. Yeah, I'll I'll 
all reveal the the plans that were in place for Valentine's uh, next time we talk. Smart, smart. Because um, you guys aren't you're, you're not uh, in the same state right now. So that's correct. She's back home up in old Northern Virginia, old Nova. Yeah, that um, makes, it, makes it difficult, man. Down here in Durham, so gotta make it work. Uh, gotta make any, it work. But anyway, uh, if you got nothing else, I'm pretty much done here. Oh, also, quick shout out to my my alma mater, uh, number thirteen in the nation, Christopher Newport, the Christopher hey, New, the Christopher Newport, uh, the old baseball program sweeping. I believe it was Farum to open the season. Uh, that's D three talk. If you're if you're a, <laughs> if you're a stud D one player, you've probably never heard of these schools ever. Uh, but swept Farum to open up the season, so they're two and ho- two and zero heading into this weekend. Headed down to Georgia for a few games. So uh, best of luck to them. But unless you got anything else, that should wrap us up. I think we're there. We are there. All right. Well, as always, thanks for tuning in. We'll catch back up with you guys early next week. Nate, don't think you have anything for this particular point, but (laughs) be sure to subscribe to this podcast wherever you listen to it and leave that rating and review. I feel like Um, like you got nothing. No, I got nothing. The number of times I blew my nose during this episode. That's true. Yeah. I had to go back and edit it out because somebody just went to the toilet paper roll too many times. So, (laughs) yes. I guess uh, five is, is my yeah. guess. Is that how many times Somewhere you went around to, there? Is that how many times you blew your nose? Yeah. Well, let's just let's just guess five. Five five stars would be preferred. Uh, but anyway, we love you all, and as always, we're looking forward to talking more baseball with you guys soon. Until next time, stay filthy.